0: Wake up.
1: Stonecrest Stone, Stone Weekly. Learn about your city from neighbors who actually live there.
0: Stonecrest there. Weekly. Although
1: we've come to the I going, end I was going to start with my famous road. Stonecrest line. Oh, what is it? Oh, you know what? Stone, my song was better.
0: Stonecresters.
1: Stone Cresters. Oh, shouts out. Yeah. Shouts out to councilwoman Jasmine Cobble yeah. for defeating Gaza and his stone questions.
2: <laughs> I didn't make this, up Stone questions. Yes, by you the did. Way.
1: And it was terrible. I, I don't know who else said it. I never heard anybody else say oh, okay. it but you. But she said stone cresters, and that was lovely. I like so that. So we thank you, Jasmine, yeah, for healing you. our home because this was a point of contention on we, our side of the world.
0: We're we rolling with that. And thank you to Laquavia. Too, oh, yeah. Laquavia to
1: us. <laughs> told us about it. Owsley, she was there at um, Jasmine's final fundraising event at SeaQuest, And she was like, yeah, we talked about it. She said, Stonecresters. I said, oh, yeah. That's where it's at. So that's a shout out. And my end of the road song, that was like a real quick transition. I should have let you finish
0: it, but we ain't got time for that right no, now,
1: No, no, no. Is this our last episode of the year? We're ending it
0: with a bang. Uh, well, I guess you let them know that this is the last one for the end of the year.
1: Yeah, and how... Go on
0: get into it real so, quick.
1: you know that several times, if you guys have been listening since August, that I get on my soapbox and generally it's about food, mm. right? My soapbox is
0: food oh, generated. We got a good one for you today.
1: And today... We got some food content, and I'm super excited. And it's happening this week, so you have time to prepare right before the holiday. You don't have to cook nothing nasty for Christmas because we got something happening right here in Stonecrest.
0: You know, it, it could even be a part of their New Year's resolution. Well, S- well,
1: wait, what? Yeah. We don't ha- we don't know the answer to that yet. Well, let's 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 well, we're going to try. Get, no, get forget it. it. We have Quabenna, better known as Cubby.
0: Yeah, and he's yeah. been making some moves on these streets, guys. What? Some serious moves on this. And it's street.
1: not about raking leaves, even though it's a lovely if, endeavor. If you so raking leaves listen, is great.
0: If you ain't living <laughs> under a rock, then you would know what this man has been doing out here on mm-hmm. these streets when it comes to farming, when it comes to fresh produce, when the it comes to just being healthy right. and being self-sufficient.
1: Well. He's like, say hey the real words, sir. <laughs> so
0: there, there you go. So without further ado, we want to, ent- well, I don't have to introduce I already
1: said it, but we do want to introduce his wife. Yes. So who better than introducing his wife but the husband, the man who represents her beyond all others. So Cubby, <laughs> would you please introduce us to your wife?
2: Yes. What's up? What's up? Stone? Cubby. <laughs> How y'all doing, family? Yes. Yes. As an angel once again. So this is Quavina Cubby and Cromo, and I'm happy to join this uh, conversation along with my wife Tanya and Cromo Stevenson of Sassafras Events Company. Company.
3: Hello, everyone. Good, uh, good day to everybody.
2: There you good go. Morning.
3: well and happy holidays. Happy Hello, holidays. Hello, Gaza and Angel. Yeah. So glad to be on this evening. Absolutely. It's a
0: pleasure to have
3: you. Thank you so much for
1: taking the time to join us because you guys have a wonderful event that's happening here in Stonecrest and I would like to or I believe that it's something of the first of its kind to come here and really happen. And we want to make sure that everyone, especially those who listen to us, because we believe that these folks care about this, mm-hmm. and that is having a wonderful opportunity to indulge in local farming through a farmer's market right here in our Stonecrest perimeter. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, it does deserve a round Definitely. of applause. Definitely. because. If anybody knows me, I complain, complain, complain about the organic options, the produce options, the just options period here in our city. And this is a wonderful gateway to something different. So can you tell us a little bit about what, well, anybody who knows Cubby, we know what inspired him. But for those who don't know you, tell us a little bit about what inspired you to move in this direction and make it happen before the end of 2021
2: yeah thanks so much yeah again um you know first of all i just you know came to stonecrest again as a part of my story i shared during my recent campaign for city council out of uh, marriage to tanya we got you know she was living here for about five years before we got married and then we became our domicile once we got married in october 2020. so i've been here since april 2020. and you know i'm an urban farmer and my company north american food and farm we are consultants to help other people learn how to grow. And then we also work in other areas of the local food sector, um, whether it becomes retail, wholesale, what have you. So, naturally, when I ran for office, it was part of my campaign platform to bring a farmer's market to the city. And I put it out there, um, actually, in the Stonecrest, uh, Georgia Issues and News Facebook group that I went, you know, we ought to have a farmer's market in Stonecrest. And Mr. Donald Beeler, who uh, does uh, promotions and marketing for the mall at Stonecrest um, just responded on the group and said, "Hey, we'd love to host the market now. I'm gonna correct you, angel, which I you know I think I did last time we talked this well, <laughs> but this is actually not the first market at the mall. They actually tried this back in two thousand and eleven It was something I think called East." Atlanta or East of Atlanta, something like that, or um, market. But they didn't have mm-hmm. the expertise that my company and myself brings to the table. So it didn't end up really thriving. And mm-hmm. it, it kind of devolved into a flea market, which is typically what have, often happens with these markets, if you cannot anchor them in the food movement in the way that my company is going to be able to, because we're connected mm-hmm. to so many other farmers. We grow food ourselves. And so we're starting off on the right foot with a farmer starting a farmer's market, which if you think about it, makes a lot of sense. So that's what's going on.
0: I think the climate's a bit different too than back then as it is now, right? I think people are ready to kind of uh, looking for a bit more self-independence when it comes to like growing their own food or just, you know, taking their own health back into their hands and becoming
2: healthy. And and, and so... Uh, you're you're correct. You're correct, Gaza. I mean, during, during the pandemic, people really started paying attention to uh, food security. Right. You know, we we experienced some shocks to mm-hmm. the supply chain around food. And we realize that we need to support our farmers locally so that we can have that uh, essentially resilience Mm -hmm. and sustainability in place. Mm
1: -hmm. And speaking of that, and you talked about how farmers markets in the past have evolved or evolved, excuse me, into flea markets. Can you talk to us a little bit about the vendors who you guys are securing to come to the event on the 23rd?
0: Well, let's talk about that, right? Why do you it's Stone, always do that? It is because seen... I like the name, Stonecrest so then You should have started fresh. with that. I had
1: a question first. I, I love
0: that for so many different reasons. Uh, I, I love the know, name. Who, who picked the name?
2: Stonecrest I'm fresh. happy to say that Donald Beeler, actually, at the Mall of Stonecrest, had that name in his head and he pitched it to us. And I com- immediately jumped on board. It, it really captured the nature of the market, if focusing on that word fresh. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I, we loved it. And we worked together to create the logo, um, that came out with his team contributed a lot of the design. And we gave some ideas too, so we're really happy with the brand presentation that we're already bringing to the mm-hmm. table. To focus on fresh, and of course, fresh has that double on double top for the black culture. You know, fresh as in you know, Dougie Bam. Uh, there you go uh, for so many different reasons.
1: <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> let's, let's do the like. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay yeah. No, but anyway, but <laughs> but miss tanya you designed the the promo kit right all of the promo information and stuff that's out was designed by your graphic design company am i correct
3: um definitely the promo that was recently um published out um i designed and then then, like kwabana mentioned i um worked you know we did a collaborative thing to come up with the actual logo for for the market Uh, that's
1: pretty awesome i love the you know, couple business, you know, and For those of you who
0: don't know, she really you is. You me I'm sorry, off. She really kid. is Cubby's partner in crime. I see you guys a lot, like, in the Facebook videos and stuff like that, because we follow each other. So, <laughs> and I don't follow a lot of people,
2: so I get a lot of your videos coming through my page. <laughs> so, I see everything. <laughs> yeah. I saw a recent uh, le- uh, a video about leaves at the farm. She was talking about composting. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
3: and it really helps to make, you know, all this come together a little less, a little more seamlessly when we're able to work together. Both of us are enjoying what we're doing, right. and, uh, able to bring our, our best selves, like what we're good at to these projects and to these um, programs and things that we're doing now. So mm-hmm. it really helps to, you know, uh, work together and um, do a collaborative thing to take, you know, help balance out the, you know, getting it all done, make
2: and, it happen. And not, and not to not to veer off the subject of the podcast too much just in terms of relationships, we really found that having a joint goal, a joint purpose in a marriage is really important. You know, sometimes people say children, whatever have you, but you know, these projects mm. are our babies, you know, we're out here nurturing them and, and cultivating them t- together. And mm. so that really helps build another dynamic in our relationship. Sure.
1: Absolutely, we holistically agree. Sounds been, very familiar. We yeah, we've been in business together for a few years, and I definitely want to say
0: it's a love hate in relationship. It That's is, what it is. It so love hate. Love hate.
1: It's, it's, love, mostly, hate, it's more like love annoyance. <laughs> love annoyance. Love. More than any hate. There's no hate. It's, it's, it's love. You get on my nerves. Uh, <laughs> my 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 last nerve. Okay, roughly. moving on.
0: <laughs> moving on. So, talk to us a little bit about the pop up. Look. <laughs> Talk to us a little bit about the pop-up soft opening and, and some of the things you
2: expect to happen on that day. Well, the time you get out, this, get out some of the uh, key specifics of the time and so forth.
3: Sure. So first of all, um, the pop-up market mm-hmm. itself is going to be happening right here coming up on this, uh, Thursday, December 23rd. Um, it's going to be from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. at the mall at Stonecrest. So at the mall, it's going to be um, in the plaza area. Um,, uh, between the food court and the round one entertainment space. so if you if you if you're uh, familiar with um the round one space, you know if you park on that side or come in on that side or whatever have you, you should be able to find us over there.
2: Um, so it's also over by the old movie theater that's not open okay. yeah. yeah All right, guys.
0: And hopefully that'll change soon, the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Right. so, um but that's perfect. You heard it guys from twelve. P.M. to five P.M. So make sure you're there at Stonecrest Mall. They're right there and the, by the food court there, so you can't miss them. So w- when if so, I'm coming up there, what am I going to see? Like, how are you guys? On obviously, you got the pop up shops, but what type of produce? What type? Of, I don't know anything about this stuff. So what what type of stuff will be there? <laughs>
2: So, again, I'll talk a little bit about the vendors and then maybe Tanya can talk about the environment. So, the, the two ways we're partnering on this, the, uh, this core partnership is between my company, North America Food and Farm PBC Inc., which is, again, the consulting firm, and the mall. So, that's the anchor partnership. But then my company also has a collaboration, my wife's company, which is Sassafras Events Company. So, she'll be managing the logistics of the vending space while I'm going to concentrate on recruiting the farmers. And managing the uh, exchange, you know, transactions and so forth that'll be happening as part of the market. And so, we're, we're anchoring the market primarily with food that we've grown this past year. So, we ever since COVID began, my company began to focus on sweet potatoes as a core crop. And so, we we just harvested our sweet potatoes from the uh, this past season. And they, you know, many people may not know that sweet potatoes have to cure for a period of time before they become sweet they essentially kind of taste like white potatoes when you first harvest them. So you have to put them in a storage area for a period of time. And then the sugars concentrate inside the potato to produce the sweetness that we're so familiar with. So we finished that curing stage and now our sweet potatoes are ready to sell. So we're going to focus on that as our contribution to the market, along with some other seasonal items from this time of year, like collard greens, um, kale, mustard greens, and other things that are available in the uh, fall season here in Georgia, yeah. And um, but we're also uh, collaborating with another farmer, farms friends of ours called Aluma Farm, A-L-U-M-A. Aluma Farm is the only farm that's located on the Beltline in Atlanta. If you folks are familiar with the Atlanta Beltline Project, 22 miles of parks and green space around the city of Atlanta, there was a parcel of land about five acres that the Beltline put up um, about, I don't know, six years ago for a contest for farmers to, you know, work that land. And these folks at Aluma and the um, uh, Freeburg, you know, won that competition. They've been farming there for a long time in southwest Atlanta near the West End. And we all we often work with them many times too uh, because it's so responsive. They grow amazing produce, really interesting stuff, high quality, delicious mm-hmm. food. So they're going to be there with us as well as the two anchor farmers. This is just a pop up soft opening. So we're we're only having a few farmers mm-hmm. there um, just to give the community a flavor of what's to come and to get people used to coming into the space mm-hmm. so that when we launch the full market, which will be in February, 2022, our, our, our other farmers that will come mm-hmm. and will have customers already uh, ready to come by. So I'm going to get Tanya a little bit talk about what the space mm-hmm. will look like when folks come there.
3: Um, definitely when you come, you know, hopefully some of the first things you'll uh, see and feel is, is, um, first of all, good vibes. You know, we definitely want you to come out, everybody to come out and everybody to feel welcome to the space. Of course, everybody knows the mall at Stonecrest, but uh, this, this farmer's market piece is, is, is new. So we want everybody to feel welcome and, you know, um, uh, create a space for, for, for everybody to get, like I probably mentioned, coming, you used to get, uh, excuse me, get used to coming to this space for the, for this type of thing thing um, and then you'll also see some of our partner um, v- uh, vendors here. We will have food, of course, from, from, our, from our farms and our gardens and working with the Luma Farm. But um, we will be partnering with some of um, some, some other folks, such as um, Chef Daryl. We'll have some sauces there. Um, we'll we have a group have with T-Moss Gel. We're working with Afri Gourmet, and we'll have some of their sweet potato pies. Um, we're working with the uh, Georgia Women in Agriculture Group. So they'll be there with some of their information to talk about. About, um, opportunities and um, programs that they have going on that folks can be involved in. And we also want to, you know, then uh, I mean, we also uh, have a peace station. So there'll be some one they're giving out hugs, for example, for those that, that want that sort of thing, um, sometimes people just need a hug in their life um, and to get their day going and things like that. So this person is going to be offering that sort of a energy. You know, if they don't want the hug, I'm sure she'll be providing the energy for, for good, good, good vibes and everything like that. So um, definitely a good time. That sounds uh, like good vibes. Yes, absolutely. A good time and for folks to feel good about coming to this space for this thing. Um, so we're really looking forward to that. And, you know, looking forward to meeting everyone. You know, it's been a social media p- promotion for sure for this market. Um, and, you know, folks definitely know problem from the campaign trail and all like that. But definitely for folks to meet and greet and to hear what folks would like to see going forward with the farmers market and other opportunities that may come from it.
2: And one and one of the uh, some of the other folks that we'll have there as well is a good uh, friend of ours and also a business partner named Chef Ron Jenkins, who lives in Stone Mountain. As well, um, his property is actually where we grow a lot of food. He has about a five-acre homestead uh, suburban farm, and uh, he also is a master chef. And so he's gonna he has a company called Afri Gourmet that does a range of baked goods that he bakes right here in Stone Mountain, right in Stone Mountain, next door to Stonecrest. And uh, sweet potato pies, cakes, so those will be available there as well. Yeah. And my, my cousin, uh, Daryl Alston, uh, does a small batch production of some really delicious sauces, uh, sweet and tangy, mustard, honey mustard. We all, we've been selling those sauces, um, Chef Daryl sauces for us. So, so all these things will be, so the market is gonna be a combination of fresh produce, some va- what we call value-added products, things that are produced locally by small vendors, and then we're going to have community um, information available from oh, these partnering organizations like IMP Station and the Georgia Women mm-hmm. in Ag. They're, they're they have a grant from the USDA to develop more farmers, beginning farmers, who participate in markets like this. So they'll be there mm-hmm. providing information about their resources to folks who may want to get into growing food themselves
1: that sounds fantastic. Uh, you guys mentioned gardens. Um, for future opportunities, for folks right here in Stonecrest who might have like tomato crops or, you know, they grow a couple peppers in their backyard yeah. and they have an abundance of that, is it an opportunity for them to reach out to you guys and maybe have their stuff for sale at the farmer's market?
2: Angel, it's like we plan that question ahead of time. Now, I'm going to use that question as an opportunity to <laughs> Broader, about what are the goals of the market broadly? And then I'm going to come back and answer your question specifically. Yes, please. So, uh, the goals this, this market has four key goals. Um, and, you know, it may seem obvious that we're just here to provide food for folks, but it's actually a tool. My company, our company often um, is, uh, uh, we're really focused on community building all the time. It's not just food for the sake of food. We're trying to reconnect community and strengthen community through the food pathway. So, this market has four goals. One is civic engagement. We want to help create a more vibrant Stonecrest, politically and civically, by getting to know one another, by by strengthening our identity as a city. Um, that's what my campaign is about, and that's what all the work I'm doing about. I really believe that Stonecrest The future of Stonecrest is dependent upon our sense of being a connected community. And so we need more intentional civic spaces where people can come meet one another and we can get information like you guys do with this podcast is an amazing virtual space. But we need as the as the pandemic wanes Mm -hmm. on, we we need more physical spaces where people can touch and feel and see one another. Children can come out and we can see, uh, you Mm -hmm. know, the energy of our community in real time. So, again, the first goal is civic Mm -hmm. engagement second goal is community building, which is very similar to civic engagement. The community building part is about strengthening our community institutions. Uh, one of the partners we hope to work with is the Stonecrest Citizens Coalition, which is doing a lot of great work around voter registration. So mm-hmm. we expect for them to be out there holding a table, not just around the elections, right? We got we to get ourselves prepared well before mm-hmm. elections and get... Uh, registered and, and, and learn about the issues so that we can be a more educated and prepared electorate whenever candidates come along. So the second goal will be community building. The third goal is farmer support. You know, so we our farmers definitely need a place where they can get a good price for what they grow and they can develop a direct relationship with their consumers that doesn't go through middlemen that often dilute the profits of farmers and make it really difficult for them. For them to make a living, and so mm-hmm. we definitely, I and mean, we we actually intend to get some funding to actually subsidize our farmers' participation, because a lot of times the farmers can't really afford mm-hmm. the risk of harvesting their food and coming to a market, not being sure that they're going to sell everything that they've harvested, and oftentimes there's waste when they can't sell it all. So we're going to actually pay our farmers eventually just to show up. Uh, we're going to get some funding and grants just to mm-hmm. do it, and that'll cover their overhead for travel and all that kind of stuff. And then whatever else they make at the market will be mm-hmm. on top of the, uh, essentially, like a stipend that we'll provide for them. So, really excited about that eventuality. And then the mm-hmm. last uh, goal of the market is local economic development. So, this this kind of jives into your question, uh, Angel. Yes, we absolutely will be connecting with smaller growers. You don't have to have a whole farm to participate in this market. So our company, North American Food and Farm, will be the aggregate farm stand for smaller growers who may not have enough produce to hold a table themselves. They'll be able to contribute to essentially like mm-hmm. a food hub. That will manage their brand if they have one. Will be present. They can mm-hmm. have a sign by their produce, but we will handle the transactions for them and make it easy for them to participate. Yep. So that you know the volume of food will be impressive. You know, so if somebody just has tomatoes, they're not just sitting up there mm-hmm. trying to sell, tomatoes, right? So they'll be all be part of our sweet potatoes and everything else that we have. And so, yes, we'll be looking to, and then we also want to incentivize folks to take urban agriculture seriously and begin to grow intensively within Stonecrest. We want the market to incentivize a real grower community within the city where we get closer and closer, Mm -hmm. adding a good percentage of our food right here within our municipal boundaries.
1: That sounds wonderful. I was going to ask
2: you
0: about that too. Like for somebody like myself who has a a small interest right now in trying his hand at growing his food in his backyard, <laughs> do you have any particular programs like that coming about in the future for people like myself who have no experience? Yeah. I didn't want Yeah, to learn. absolutely.
2: I mean, so first of all, one of the things we love to do is provide free information. So there's actually a lot of beginning grower programs already in existence in the metro Atlanta area. Again, the National Women in Agriculture, the Georgia chapter, they actually have a program to help folks like yourself get into growing food. There's lots of horticulture education programs by the University of Georgia. One of our partners that will be there next Thursday is the University of Georgia at Athens, um, which is our main uh, agriculture education institution in the state of Georgia. And so they'll be there providing information about how they can support folks to get into agriculture. Um, Their key program that's going to be represented is called SNAP-Ed, and SNAP is what we used to call food stamps. And so a real key part of making this food available to everybody is to provide—we're going to be taking EBT transactions eventually at the market, which is the card that's used to use, you know, old-school food stamps. And then there is also a program in Mm -hmm. Georgia managed by a nonprofit called Wholesome Wave Georgia that actually doubles the purchasing value when you use EPT, making it even more affordable for folks who have income challenges to participate in the market. So that's what we're super excited about, Mm -hmm. Farmers Markets in particular, because that program is only available for Farmers Markets right now. Mm -hmm. That provides a very unique (laughs) space for food access um, that markets are bringing to neighborhoods and communities like Stonecrest. Mm -hmm.
1: That sounds fantastic. Will there be additional pop-ups after Thursday or will this be the pop-up and then we have to wait until February?
2: I <laughs> Angel, like do you, you have like a bug in the house because it's like you know everything that we already planned? <laughs> 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 anyway, y'all, so we actually we do have the second pop-up planned for January. Uh, we're probably gonna have time it like a week before the King holiday. So cause then, you know, I don't know if people cook around King's mm-hmm. Holiday, but to me it's a great way to honor Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s legacy. Mm-hmm around um, sort of self-determination, freedom. You know, our food is a holder of our culture. It's a holder of our traditions. It's a holder of our heritage. And so I would love for us to start honoring Dr. King with a meal that pulls our families together, you know, the way Thanksgiving, you know, purports to do. But the King holiday obviously stands for real freedom and real justice, you know, and so maybe we should begin to You know, come around food in that way. But yeah, so we'll have another pop up in January and then the full market will begin um, sometime in February. Neither one of those dates we have available right now, but you'll be the first to know once we uh, select them Mm -hmm. so you can put them in the community. Mm
1: -hmm. Bada bing. All right. right. Look,
2: (laughs) I I
0: fully fully (laughs) endorse this.
1: But wait, I have one more question around this. When it becomes a full market, um, is the expectation for it to be weekly, to be monthly? Um, What is our frequency?
2: Yeah, so we're currently planning a weekly market, and it's likely going to be on Sundays. Um, Really, that's just personal between me and Tanya, our family. That's the day of the week that we have all, both of us work our day jobs on Saturday, which would normally be the market day, typically. But we're also trying to coordinate with our other regional markets. Folks may or may not know that there is existing farmer's markets in the city of Lithonia, as well as Stone Mountain. And we don't want to like... Compete with them, yes. so we're trying to coordinate our days. Actually, Charlie Anderson, who is the manager of the Lithonia Farmers Market, which our company has sold at the past couple of years, is actually going to be there next week because we're going to co-promote the other markets. We don't. We're not trying to compete with our neighbors. We want everybody. There's enough demand out mm-hmm. here for all of us to do well, and so we're going to want to coordinate our days and our hours to make sure everybody's not stepping on each other's times and so forth. So Sunday is likely to be our day, and the other. Um, Uh, What was the other question? Oh, weekly. Yeah. So it would be weekly. But we do suspect that there will be enough demand in Stonecrest for another market, perhaps at another location. So this is my first um, outreach to our city leadership. We would love to put a market, another market at another day in Stonecrest at some city facility, perhaps like in front of the old, uh, what's, what was that place called? Sam's Club, that space that the city is going to move City Hall to at some point over there. You know, So we'd love to have some high visible space like that, that's on city land with some city support, uh, because we believe mm-hmm. this is a really important part of mm-hmm. uh, Stonecrest development.
1: I agree. I agree. Uh,
2: ja- Jasmine, Cobble, this is fantastic. And- like, I, like, I can. Y'all, y'all can come, Jasmine. If
1: comments. you're listening, which yeah. I, think, I think you yeah. listen, right? Yes. You know, and we gave you a shout out for Stonecresters. Can we please have a permanent farmers market? That's
2: <laughs> right. We and we, oh, and we, right. And we'd love Just to like work that. with our, our, newest, our newest city council. But, no, oh,
1: no, yeah. Tara, it's yeah, Tara's yeah. district. That's it's right. Tara's district. On, Tara. So we were talking to the wrong person, first, 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 Jasmine. Michigan. We love you.
2: But Tara,
1: can we have a (laughs) permanent farmer's market? (laughs) Especially when it's corn season. Can we please have some silver queen corn? Thank you.
0: It's been a while since we've been to the farmer's market.
1: It has been, but we'll be there for this holiday. And we cannot wait to be there to support. Mm -hmm. I do not like sweet potatoes, but my mother does. So I'll make sure I get at least three so that we can make her a few for (laughs) Christmas.
2: But maybe, maybe you I just like never prepared the way Chef Ron. Chef, so Chef Ron's actually going to be doing a chef demo, not not this market, but the following one. And we, we, may, we may put out mm-hmm. some sweet potatoes that you've never really tasted before. There's a lot of ways to prepare. Dr. George Washington Carver of Tuskegee University with mm-hmm. 200 different products from sweet potatoes when he was doing his research at his time. This is an extraordinary crop. And I, I believe we can find a formulation that will, will suit your palate, uh, Angel, I, I guarantee. Oh, the- Mm-hmm. It sounded like brain. he told me about like but, Chef
1: Ron and all these, things, but I think that he actually invited me over to dinner. We're going to
0: promote house for dinner. <laughs> she likes, she likes to eat too, and y'all like to eat too. So, I, I think, always see you guys. I really eat. think
1: that's what happened. Yeah. He said, "Hey, go to Taste Food at the Farmers Market, and I heard, come over for dinner." Thank you, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much.
2: Expanding invitation. Yeah, of course, you can. <laughs>
1: no, that...
0: <laughs> no, but I, I absolutely support this and think this is fantastic. Is there anything um, you guys want to add before we wrap up? Well, t- I'll tell you what, Cobb, you can tell them how to find you.
2: Yeah, Tanya, Tanya's going to provide that contact information, but I do want to double, double thank and stress uh, Donald Beeler um, for stepping up from the mall at Stonecrest. This would not have happened, obviously, without their collaboration. They've been an extraordinary partner thus far. And along with Sequest, you know, we're we're, we're looking to bring new energy to the mall because we, we obviously want that asset to thrive as well. And we think this is a real. I think this is the only mm. farmers market that's at a mall in the Metro Atlanta area. So it's going to be a really distinguishing characteristic for Stonecrest, that should give us some great press and some uh, nice to stand out. But uh, time.
3: Sure, of course. So once again, mark those calendars. December Thursday, December twenty third, twelve p.m. to five p.m. Um, there's also a phone number that you can uh, call for more information, and that's going to be four zero four. 721 3992. You can also send an email if you choose to to info at NAF2 PBC. So that's going to be N A F, the number two, P B C dot farm for registration. Um, yeah, so that's good. They should yeah. be able to reach mm-hmm. us there. Um,
0: Anywhere on social media, any uh, Facebook or Instagram website you guys want to drop?
2: Yeah, uh, Stonecrest Fresh Farmers Market is a new Facebook page we have set up. Um, you can also find us at North America Food and Farm PBC or Sassafras Events Company, either three of those Facebook pages um, are great. We'll have a Facebook group set up shortly for customers on the market who want to get early tips about what's coming to the market. And we're eventually, we're going to have a sign up uh, tablet folks to sign up for our email distribution for a weekly farmer's market newsletter that will start in February with recipes and a whole bunch of other great stuff that uh, information we'll be putting out about healthy food. Because uh, it's one thing to buy fresh food because you're trying to, you know, do a resolution or whatever, but it's nothing for it to go bad in the refrigerator because you don't know how to cook it or, you know, you're not, you are got out of the habit of cooking. So we're going to be stressing cooking and preparing, you know, we're going to have chef demonstrations constantly at the market. We're going to have all types of ways to support people to get back into their kitchens and uh, participate in what we call the slow food movement, you know, you know, about fast food. We're all accustomed to fast food, but every time that's why we need to slow down, get back in the kitchen and have the joy mm-hmm. of cooking again, going back to the marriage. From the very beginning of our courtship, cooking in the kitchen together has been part of our relationship. It's been a wonderful nurturing mm-hmm. space. At home we want to share that with everybody else that we can.
1: Yes, that sounds great. You know what? I'm all about this. You mentioned Sequest. And you already know how we feel about Sequest. We love them. So right. I am committing to being at the Farmer's Market from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. on Thursday. Right. If you yeah. see me and my, and, my, and my really cute baby while right. we walk around and shop at the Farmer's Market, we will give you guys... A pass for four people to go to SeaQuest and get the little fishy pedicure. So that. you guys, so four people who come up to me, you'll get four treats to get the little fishy pedicures, and we'll also give away for ten people. If ten people come up to me, then I'll give you guys buy one get one free entrance to SeaQuest. We're
0: playing Find Waldo again, right?
1: Yeah, You have to see me in my <laughs> I mean, so that's what we'll do. I'll have on my, my Stonecrest Weekly shirt. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, that's awesome. I love it. You know, now we got celebrities All coming right. to the glass.
1: I can't. Don't do it.
2: <laughs> Yeah. Every, every week every week there'll be some other celebrity. Beyonce, uh, yeah. Look.
1: <laughs> you know what? That's so hilarious <laughs> so we're looking forward to it because i'm very excited this is something that is a core value for me this type of experience this type of investment in our community i i totally stand for what you guys are doing thank you and i'm looking forward to supporting it
0: yes thank you and uh just really quick guys uh this would be our last episode for the year so we would like to say happy holidays to everybody and happy new year and we will be back what's the date angel
1: It is January. Look, why would you say that when I didn't have the calendar up?
0: Was it January
1: 6th? We'll be back. No, it's January the
0: 11th. January 11th will be our first show for 2022.
1: And it's the beginning of our business feature series. So we'll be featuring the, we have three businesses lined up to feature um, three weeks in a row. So we're very excited. All local community Mm -hmm. vendors. And we have some cool sponsors that we want you guys to get out there and support for next well, I guess we can't call it next season, but when we come back.
0: <laughs> right, the beginning of next year. And in addition, guys, Angel told me not to say this, but we're probably coming back with a full team. So just a little heads up. We got some, we got some new Stonecrest Weekly members. What? Hey, man, so we're going to shut down so we can take a couple of steps back to leap forward, man, because we got a lot of work to do out here in the community. stop <laughs> doing
2: but uh, and I would love I would love to vote for Angel to start singing at the beginning of every show. I think that's a nice touch. You know, just come in with a song.
0: I'm just gonna let her go with it, man. I'm just gonna start letting her go with it from now. I usually cut her off.
1: It, it, yeah. It's not good singing. It's, it's it's just to get your mindset on what what we're trying to point to. From the art, it's
2: from art. that's all that matters.
1: Okay. And that's it. That's it. Not from vocal course. <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright guys we're not going to take too much more of your time but thank you again for, for coming on to thank the show and, 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 and such short notice too Cubby yeah, so sure. thank you Tanya thank you. bless yes. you
1: thank you you guys are, you. are a beautiful couple yep. we appreciate you have fun and
0: we wish you all the success with this we yes. truly, truly truly do
1: Thank you. Yeah. and happy I'm going to buy three sweet potatoes <laughs>
3: yes.
0: happy holidays thank you, to
1: you all, to all the listeners thank happy you. holidays uh, thank you Wake up! Stonecrest Stone, Stone Weekly. Learn about your city from neighbors who actually live there.
0: Stonecrest Weekly.